Oh, we, yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back. We got another one coming for y'all just like that. We got another episode here of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, y'all know me, Young Sanders here. And of course, the usual suspects is me and my boy Dupree. What's going on? We back at it. Back at Man. it again. Quick with it. Quick with it. We it's too much going on for us to not even wait too long. So <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, we got it. There's some stuff we gotta talk about. There's it's some stuff too, we got to talk about. Facts. It's too much going on. Man. Uh episode number fourteen. We uh we knocking them on down. Um man. If y'all haven't listened to the last uh podcast, please do, man. It's a good one for sure though. Yeah, I gotta oh, yeah. listen to that one. It's a good one. Um, like we said, we ain't gonna take too much of your time. We we did pretty good. So same thing like this week, man. So hey, a lot going on. And we're gonna jump right into it. Uh let's get with let's go with the let's go to the NBA, bro. Um let's do it. It's some it's some uh it's some mess going on right now out out there in LA. Um <laughs> with that yeah with that other with that other LA team, the Clippers. So we all know what happened with the Clippers as far as like blowing the three one lead in the uh in the playoffs here this past season because everybody was waiting for the Kawhi and uh the Kawhi versus LeBron and Kawhi and PG, LeBron and A D and it didn't happen because you know the Clippers just blew it. And um now we got a guy coming out here, uh Johnny Wilkes, who's who's to say he's a, a friend of they say he's a friend of Kawhi. Um was part of the recruiting process, so they say, of bringing Kawhi from leaving from Toronto out of free agency and going to the Clippers. He supposedly was supposed to get paid $2.5 million from, uh, I guess, is, is, no, he's not the, is he the, oh, no, he's not the owner, I guess, CEO. Uh, what's Jerry West's position? Jerry West is like the, the president of basketball operations. Okay, GM, yeah, so like President of Basketball Operations. Uh, the logo, Jerry West, is working exactly. with the Clippers. Uh, supposedly, Mr. West was supposed to give Johnny Wilkes here $2.5 million for him bringing in Kawhi to go to the Clippers instead of the Lakers because everybody knew everybody knew that Kawhi was coming to L.A. after after the season with Toronto. We knew. We were just trying to figure out which L.A. team. And a lot of us, of course, was thinking, uh, the Lakers, because it's just like, I mean, why not? What history does the Clippers have? Why would you want to come? No disrespect. Why would you want to come to the Clippers? I mean, you got all them jerseys that's hanging up in there. Y'all share the same arena for now. Um, and all those jerseys in there are Lakers jerseys. Ain't no Clippers jerseys hanging up in there. There's no type of real banners or nothing like that in there. The only thing they've ever had was pretty much was the Lob City era. And that was like. 10 years ago going up to about like 20 what that's, 16 2017 yeah that's crazy 10 years ago good lord right right and um man so how you feel about this bro like <laughs> what i was what we were saying before we uh got on and started the show is like man this sounds like something coming from like this some ncaa <laughs> stuff <laughs> yeah it, it sounds like some college football college basketball 
uh, allegations and violations and all that type. Um, I, you know, I don't know. It's all it's all allegations right now. The NBA is investigating it. Uh, just reading up on it, uh, Johnny Wilkes is like you said. He claims to be close to Kawhi, and he's best friends with Kawhi Leonard's uncle. Now, if we remember Kawhi Leonard's Kawhi Leonard's uncle, excuse me, um, from when Kawhi was testing out free agency, there were some stories and some problems going going around uh, the league saying that. His uncle was uh, demanding different endorsements and uh, you know houses and all this type of stuff, different perks and gifts to be able to get Kawhi to come to a particular team, whichever team it was, which in turn turned a lot of teams away from pursuing Kawhi Leonard, and therefore he ended up uh, with the L.A. Clippers. Um, so I, I don't I don't know. Um, I don't think anybody knows right now. Uh, I would. I kind of find it hard to believe that Jay West would owe Kawhi's uncle's best friend $2.5 million. I don't know how that would work out. Um, I don't see how that would work. But if he's close with Kawhi, then maybe. Um, but this is, I mean, it's like you said, this sounds like some NCAA type stuff. This is classic NCAA recruiting, recruitment tampering. <laughs> like, this, uh, you know. <laughs> So um, we'll see. You know, it's just it, right now. It's just an ongoing investigation. So we just have to let the investigation take place and and see where it goes. Facts. It's, it's just uh, this story is weird right now, bro. It's because because it's like everybody here is like grown men. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Like, exactly. Ain't no kids. Ain't no parents involved. You know, necessarily. It's just like. This like for real, bro. This sounds like a. This sounds like NCAA on steroids, bro. <laughs> like for real, how I don't know. That is, it's a it's a strange story. But I mean, of course, right now it's just it's just an investigation, and um, it it's hot, but it's not as hot as some of the other stuff that's like going on in the league right now. Yeah. We we call that a segue. James Harden. <laughs> I mean the, the beard <laughs> and the good. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I mean, yeah, everybody knows what's going on right now. Uh James Harden no longer wants to be a member of the Houston Rockets. He wants to go somewhere where he can contend for a championship and the way it's sounding like he wants to, you know, partner up with, you know, some pretty some pretty prominent players. Uh, I mean, you know, we've heard about Brooklyn. Um, I think we've heard about possibly Philly. Uh, yeah. I think even one at some point, I don't know how much of it is. I, I don't know how much they really are in it or anything like that. I think at one point I even seen something even about uh, Miami. Um, I know. I know there was a rumor saying about Dallas, but uh, the Mavs said they already shut that down. That's not uh that's yeah, not gonna they, happen. They probably wanted a little, little bit too much. The Mavs probably wanted a little bit too much, Bruh, So, I mean, it's a lot going on. He he wants out. He wasn't there for the, the first couple of days of training camp, 
And bro, like you said, bro, that boy, that boy, gut looking like mine. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a father now. I can kind of have that gut right now. You got, you got an excuse now. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with James. And then you know they, you know they asking the question like where he was at. And he told me I was in Vegas and I was in Atlanta. I mean. I ain't gonna lie, Vegas got some good eating spots. I've been out there to Vegas, and we know for sure Atlanta got some good eating spots. <laughs> yeah, they got a little bit more than just some good eating spots. At least he was telling the truth. Hello. Though. Yeah. Uh, AKA Lou Will. But, uh, Hello. At least he was telling the truth. I, this whole thing, I mean, we said it the last, the last show. When they traded for John Wall, I said on the last show, that was not enough. It's, it's, they're the same type of players, and they're still going to have to move one of the two. It just looks like they're going to have to move James Harden because James Harden does not want to be there. Um, I saw someone say that right now they're treating him like the modern-day Dennis Rodman. And from all the stories and everything that have been coming out where he, you know, if they're in a particular city, and um, if they're in L.A. or Phoenix or Atlanta, uh, in the day after the game, he wants to go and party or go do this, go do that. He's calling the shots for, for, for practice, for practice schedules and stuff like that. He wants to be able to, um, after the All Star break, he you know pushing practice back another day so he can stay in whatever city and party and everything. And they're letting him do it. It's like whatever James wants, give it to him. And now you got a new coach in, and now it seems as though. That head coach isn't going for that, <laughs> and he, he whatever has been going on before, he's like, I'm not trying to be a part of that. And James is still doing his thing. He's still doing his thing, and like I said, the James the the John Wall trade wasn't enough for him to be like, oh okay, yeah, I think we can do a little something. Y'all yeah, stick around. He still doesn't feel like they'll be able to win in Houston with that move, so he Sorry. wants out, and he's doing what he wants to do. Until they figure it out, I think they need to move them before the season. Just me personally, I think they need to move them before. If if you if they can, they need to find a way to move them before the season. Because um, I I don't think it's going to do Houston any good to have them um, when the season starts or for a long period throughout the season. Because um, he he's not he's not bought in. He's just not bought in, and. um I, that's not going to translate into you winning the championship. So they need to figure something out quick. Quick. ASAP. I mean, yeah. Because, yeah. I, literally, all, this, all that's going to be is a bunch of just anytime something goes around, like whether it's him being late to practice, not coming to practice, or depending on if he, you know, if he's not moved by the time they actually start playing these games, like, and they're playing a certain team, and it's just like, it's going to seem like almost after every game, every practice, someone is going to mess around. It might, you know, and ask, which, I mean, you can't fault them. That's their job, but they're going to sit there and ask him, like, you know, do you still want to be here? Are you still yeah. trying to trade it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just gonna be a, a a million questions being asked about that, and not about basketball, like the game. You know, it's it's being they're 
the questions that's being asked is about basketball, but it's like the business side, it's the petty side, it's whatever you want to call it, but it ain't being talked about the actual sport. Yeah. So, yeah, they, I'm with you. They got to do some soon ASAP because, like, if not, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a mess, bro. Yeah. Now I I got a question. So we're talking about just talking about Philly. So there have been, you know, talks of the Sixers putting Ben Simmons in a package to trade for James Harden. Do would you trade Ben Simmons? And if so, who all? What else do you package him with for James Harden? Because Putting package in Ben Simmons is tough for me, just because he's a he's he's an up and coming superstar in the league, and I think he. I mean, if he gets a jump shot, I think it's gonna be a wrap for for the league. Um, and I don't know if you let go of that type of talent, but they haven't been able to with him and Ben him and Joel and B. They haven't been able to make that combination work. And result into them getting into the finals. They they had you know they got their hearts broken two years ago by Kawhi with that shot in Game Seven, but last year you know this past playoffs, uh, both of them you know were lingering injuries and everything like that, um, shut down their play their hopes of getting to the finals. So, would you trade Ben Ben Simmons? And if so, what else do you package him with? Well, I mean. Uh... Of course, like he'll be the he'll be the focus of the of the trade for Philly if they was to trade people. Um, but I mean, at that point, I guess if you were to do it, yeah, you you gotta put Ben in there. Um, I'm pretty sure at that point you're gonna ask for a couple more shooters that they got. Um, uh, what's the guy's name? Matisse. Uh, Matisse type Thibault maybe um, throw in some of the draft picks that they got with, with I guess with like the trade that Philly made with OKC for Al Horford now, they might have that pick um, I mean some draft picks is definitely going to be involved in it but I, I don't know and then the thing is is like what I'm hearing about from Houston is what they're saying is is However, this trade was gonna get done. It's not gonna be just a two-team trade. They want a three-team trade. They want somebody else involved so, the, so they can ensure that they get some pieces around if they're gonna get rid of, you know, if they're gonna trade James Harden. Yeah. I, I think I think they know that they need to go ahead and do it because it's like I'm telling you, we. I mean, we've seen it's it before. It's not gonna result in anything good. Yeah, it's not gonna result. We, we, we've seen it before with numerous of different players. Carmelo, Dwight Howard, <laughs> um, just them, them the top, them the two I can think of off the top of my head. It's just, it's just not, it's just not going to end well, regardless, and it's just going to leave a bitter taste in everybody's mouth. So let's just, let's just come to a happy medium where we can trade somebody, and you know, go with it from there. And I mean. The thing about it is, is man, I mean, Harden getting paid, bro. You know, I mean, just a couple oh, years yeah. ago, you signed that four year. It was like four years, hundred and seventy one million dollar contract. He got thirty eight mil last year. I think he's getting forty one. I think he's getting forty one this year, 
44 next year and uh 47 in 22 yeah, he can opt out mm-hmm. of he can opt out in 22 he'll be a, to be an unrestricted free agent in 22 or he can wait till 23 and be an unrestricted free agent and i don't know what this is about but he has like a a 15% trade kicker like something in his contract too is i don't know it's something strange but they just got to go ahead and get to the bottom of it and get them out and they got to find somebody and if it comes down to where they need to do a three team trade they need to go ahead and do it i mean it's just it's just all about who's willing to talk and who's willing to give up what they want to give up and of course i mean i don't bl- i don't blame houston though i don't blame houston for thinking that way like look you want our basically our franchise player or was our franchise player who doesn't want to be our franchise player anymore but you want you want our guy that who we want to stay here really and to be our guy you got to give us something and i don't mean yeah. it ain't just like oh give me one stack of give me one stack of five hundred dollar poker chips and then you want to give me <laughs> uh two stacks of like five dollar or two dollar on the one dollar poker chips like nah i need i need that some assets give me some bitcoins I need, <laughs> yeah i, and I know I, I know for it to work with brooklyn in particular for it to work with, work with brooklyn they would need a third team for sure yeah for it to work with brooklyn they would definitely need a third because they don't have they don't have enough because you're not trading you're not trading Kyrie or kd and after that, maybe Levert, Dinwiddle, you, you know, that's not going to be enough. So you're going to need a third team with Brooklyn. Yeah, I, you. So I don't know, you know, I don't know who all, you know, what what all teams are involved. Like you said, you, you know he wants to be on a contender. He wants to compete for a championship. Um, he just he does not want to do it in Houston anymore. He's just done with Houston. What, so, what about, um, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you good. Um, What's up? What What about Miami? I I honestly, I think there's one team that could do it without really needing a third team. I mean, now who you now who you giving up? Because now you're talking about because because Miami is a young team. So now, if to me, if Miami's going to do it, to me it seems like you giving up. You giving up Tyler Hero. Yeah, you giving definitely. up Duncan Robinson. Yeah. At least them two. For sure. Them, and, no. and maybe maybe one more player and some picks. And yeah. I think that's that's a big I, I think they need to hang on to what they have. I think the heat at least the that young core with uh, Adebayo, Hero and Robinson, I think they need to hold on to them three. I think they need to hold on to them three. Um, that cause that's just a lot that you that's a lot that you give up. They probably could do it just you know just the two teams just Houston and Miami that probably could work. But I don't know if if I was in that front office for the Heat, I don't know if I'd be willing to give up Robinson and Hero. Maybe if you can get if you can trade one of them, but I don't think you can trade just one of them. So I don't know. Maybe I don't know. 
talk talk to me. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, there's just, and I mean, the only reason why I, I just kind of say that about them for Miami. I mean, I, I'm with you. It's a, it is a stretch though, because you might have to give all that up. But it's just the fact that, um. Boston young Boston's young core isn't going anywhere. Uh, what Jalen did Jalen Brown extend? Did he get an extension? Uh, no, I, I, I know believe Tatum they were. Did. Yeah, I think they were working. I believe I thought saw something saying they were working on it or trying okay. to you know trying to get him to extend. But we I know, know they're for, trying to keep him. Yeah, but we we know for a fact Brown Tatum what they got going on their young core and smart and all the other pieces that they got there. And them still having Kimba, um, them getting rid of Gordon Hayward because they just, you know, it it wasn't working. And mm-hmm. it was just time to move on because the young core was doing better than what he was. We yeah, know that they're going to be there move. for a minute. We know that they're going to be there for a minute. Um, Giannis ain't going nowhere now. He signed that, that Supermax there to stay in Milwaukee. Um. I don't, you know, I don't know. I was just, I was just thinking that maybe, you know, something that could get them up there to where it's like they have another star with them. I mean, because Jimmy Butler is a star. Give like, oh, give yeah. credit. That's a star. That is a star over there. So I mean, it, it would give them one more, you know, out in the East. But I also just kind of find it funny. Like, I hadn't heard anything about any team like out west wanting to get. Or throw yeah, that, just been, throw yeah, that ring in the hat. For yeah, hard. it's all teams in the East. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I thought about that too, but I think the Western Conference teams are set on what they with what they have for the most part, especially the top of the the top of the the Western Conference. Both LA teams, uh, Denver, um, even you know like Utah, uh, Portland. They got their backcourt. Um, Golden State will be back, but they're not doing nothing. <laughs> they're not doing nothing to get James Harden up there. Facts. So I think for the for the most part, the Western Conference is set. Is the it's the East trying to keep catch up and keep up with the with the West? Right. So. Um. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I just I it's crazy. I had just thought about that. I'm like nobody really wants to. Nobody really wants to. That's weird, but I kind of understand. So, if if they can end up making the trade happen, if Houston ends up making this trade happening for John, I almost said John Wall for James Harden. Um, and I guess, I mean, me, I guess, me asking this question kind of depends on who gets traded and what teams are involved. But just take it for whatever. Just the trade happening, regardless, and Harden is off that team. And I know it's all depending on what they get back. Is Houston still a playoff team without James Harden? I don't know. In the West? Like, yeah. That's uh I don't I I don't know. Cause the last conversation we had we're talking about the teams in the West, and mm-hmm. I left Golden State. I forgot to mention that Golden State, I believe Golden State would make the playoffs, which means one of those teams would drop out and losing James Harden would be, would be a big blow. Because ah. that's be tough. Yeah. Be, I don't, I don't, I don't know. They might not be. I don't, I don't know. 
because I mean, th- think about that. Probably think about teams like teams like Memphis, Phoenix. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. New Orleans. They probably now you're talking like, about those other those those teams that were right there in the they bubble. They probably like they probably like man, hey hey whoever trying to make this trade, bro, make it happen. So because <laughs> now they're right there, they're right there in the thick of it. If that happens, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, they might not be. They might not be. To be honest with you, man, that's yeah, that's gonna be interesting to see, man. We definitely gonna be sitting up here looking to see what's going on all the time with with the stuff that's going on with James Harden, and man, wherever he go, he need to he need to lose that gut though. He tripping. Yeah, I think that's just from here. <laughs> Him not caring, going around, you know, partying, drinking, stuff like that. So, but can but can still go out there and put up thirty five and ten. That's the scary part about it. Yeah, yeah. So he's still in some form of shape. He's you know he's just not in the best shape. <laughs> he's just not in the best shape. Bro, did you hear? Did you hear the announcer? Um, for them, one I did time not day? listen to it. <laughs> oh my! I saw God. it. I didn't listen to it, but I, oh I saw God. it though. Yeah, the man said James Harden. Who? Yeah. After Christian yeah. Wood went down, come and on, made a layup. Come on, bro. Oh, layup. Yeah. They, on, it's it sounds like Houston don't want him no more either. He don't want to be there. So <laughs> they 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 don't care for him either. That's what it sounds like. So it's in, it might be in his best interest to uh go ahead and get traded. Bro, that's crazy. But uh we're gonna switch gears here. We're gonna go uh we're gonna go into college football now. Um Championship weekend this weekend, uh, a lot of conference championship games. Um, but I kind of want to talk about um a streak that's about to be snapped. Um, Virginia Uh-oh. Tech had been in I think twenty seven consecutive bowl games. It was like twenty seven or twenty eight. It was somewhere up there. Um. They decided to opt out and not participate in a bowl game this year. So that's the second team that I know of now that has opted out and not wanting to play in the bowl game. So that's I, I saw that and I was like, whoa, like Virginia Tech opted out to not play in a bowl game. So this is going to be like the first time in over like two decades that they're not going to be in a bowl game. Bro, that's crazy. Yeah, this, but that's just that's that's the world we're in right now. You, Facts, nature of peace. Yeah, it's, it's like we talked about. There's a lot that goes into these the logistics of taking the team away from blacks away from Blacksburg, Virginia, and taking them to I don't know Nashville, Tennessee. And playing right. a bowl game and being in Nashville and everything that's in Nashville and constantly worrying about someone coming in contact. <laughs> One of the players coming in coming in contact with somebody that has it, um, whether it be um personnel from the bowl game, hotels, the other team, like or just Nashville natives or, or any city. I just said Nashville, but any city. So the like I said, these schools are deciding it just is less of a headache if we just decide to end it. Okay, we were able to play. Let's 
stick, you know, stick with that. We're able to play football. Let's not get too carried away and um, risk any of our players or coaches, staff, um, you know, risk their lives or anything like that. So uh, there'll be more. Like I told, I told you, there'll be more. There will be. I didn't know that Virginia Tech had opted out, so that was that. That surprised me. I had no clue. So um, I wouldn't have thought that Vitek would be one of the ones to opt out. Yeah, so, I, I I thought they would have went ahead and went ahead and did it. Um, let's see. I think one bowl game got another bowl game got canceled. I think. Yeah. So the Frisco Bowl was supposed to be in uh, originally played Texas. for. Yeah, tomorrow. And it was supposed to be in between, I think, uh, UTSA, um, Texas San Antonio, and SMU. But that got canceled yeah. because of COVID-related issues and contact tracing and dealing with SMU. Uh, so that game got canceled, and uh, UTSA is now going to be playing in another bowl game. I can't remember the name of it, but it's going to be the, it's going to be next Saturday. So okay. Um, just kind of strange right now what's going on. It's like at this point, are any of these outside of the like the college football playoff in the New Year's Six Bowls? Like it's getting to a point where it's like, man, are any of these like bowl games going to get played? And is it even yeah. worth it? Like how we discussed last week, is it even worth it at this point now? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I mean, one of the biggest games tomorrow, one of the bigger games, this the Sun Belt. Conference championship got canceled between Louisiana and Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina is number 12. They're undefeated, looking to possibly get a bid in the New Year's Six Bowl. And that game, due to COVID-related issues with Coastal Carolina. Now, it was said that it was one player that tested positive, and so now they're worried about the whole position group. But I I don't think that they went as far as to test the whole position group. I think they they just decided nope. We got we got one we got a case, or it could be multiple. But from what I've been hearing, is like they got a case, and that you know the game got canceled, and so now you have Coastal Carolina sitting there at number twelve. Where if they beat Louisiana tomorrow, if they were to beat Louisiana tomorrow, you're talking about they're sitting around waiting and seeing if Cincinnati um, loses and possibly them being able to get a. New Year's Six Bowl bid. So there's there this COVID, man. It's it's right now with these bowl games, it's it's gonna be is there will be games played, there will be bowl games played. It obviously won't be as, as many as we're accustomed to, but um don't be surprised if there are more teams that opt out and there are more games, ball games that get canceled. Cause all these ball games they're going to try to play. They they want to get whatever whatever they can get money wise. They're going to try to get it. So a lot of these a lot of these games, ball games, they'll it'll be at the last minute when they get canceled. At right. the last minute, right? I man, I really hate that the Sun Belt Championship game got canceled like that because for now with with that happening for coastal carolina that pretty much like it i mean the door is kind of already open for cincinnati mm-hmm. um, to get the new year six bid for the group of five conference 
but now it's like opened up even more. And more reasons why I hate it that this game is canceled is because of the way it affects other teams. Yep. Uh, so like getting into the rankings. So of course, the top four, it remained the same. It was uh, Alabama, Notre Dame, uh, Clemson, Ohio State. Um, Texas well, and top five really because Texas ain't no state at five. Um, what got me is is like I don't understand why Iowa State is at six when one of their two losses came to Louisiana, who already lost to. Coastal Carolina, and if if the game would have been played again tomorrow, and then Coastal Carolina would have won, it's like okay, they beat this Louisiana team twice, and if Iowa State, I guess, wins the Big Twelve championship with uh, whoever they're playing, I don't even they're playing Oklahoma, and the way Oklahoma been looking the last few weeks, that's not a gimme. I know, I think, I think Iowa State did beat them. Once earlier this year, I have to double check on that, but they did. They beat them by yeah. seven. Yeah. So <laughs> even then, because that was early in the year, and Spencer Rattler was still trying to figure things out and everything. And now, <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma, to be yeah. yeah. To be honest, with you, I didn't know that when I saw Iowa State at number six, I had no clue what their record was or anything. I was, I really haven't even looked into it um why they were even ranked that high. I don't think they're gonna beat Oklahoma tomorrow if I'm just gonna be completely honest with you. I think Oklahoma's gonna end up winning that game. Um even though they did lose to Iowa State earlier in the year, they lost by seven. Um so but yeah I had I didn't know that Iowa State was even that far up in the ranking. Last week I mean, last week Iowa State was number seven, so you know, I guess I just haven't been paying attention to. Uh, I've been it's really for me. I've just been looking at that top six. I really have been looking outside of that. So I guess yeah. they do have an outside shot of getting in. Um, and tomorrow is is it? It's gonna be interesting to see because I was talking about this with my brother earlier. Texas A&M needs Florida to look good tomorrow. They need Florida to look good. If they beat Alabama, that makes it even better. But they, it can't. Alabama cannot blow out Florida because that makes A&M's win over Florida look it not as not as good because the LSU loss already, already, already messed up. Texas A&M a little bit. Right. Because now, you, now you're kind of looking at A&M's win over Florida like, was that really a, a, a good win? And then if they go out and Alabama just handles them, um, that's going to hurt A&M's chances of getting in. Um, I believe we could end up with the same the same four. The only, we, the only way, excuse me, that I don't think it would be the same four, four is if Notre Dame beats Clemson. Yeah. Tomorrow. If Notre Dame beats Clemson tomorrow, Clemson should not be in the top four. I don't care. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care about last year or any no. You got two losses to the same team. They beat you at home and they beat you in the conference championship with your with your starting quarterback. Right. That that's it. 
but then that becomes a question of okay, do you put in Texas A and M, or do you put in Clemson? Because now you can look at the now you look at the schedule because let's say if Bama beats Florida forty five to thirty seven, that's a good game. That's back and forth. Florida Florida makes A and M look pretty good, and you look at that schedule it's like okay, A and M's only losses to Alabama. They beat Florida. Florida gave Alabama a good run for their money. Okay, I could see them putting in A&M over Clemson. If Alabama just <laughs> blitzes Florida, Clemson could find a way in. I don't think anybody, because you have, so it's those top four, then you have A&M at five, Iowa State at six, and then seven and eight is uh, Florida and Georgia. Georgia is out. Georgia's not getting in. I don't think Florida get in. So, if but if Clemson beats Notre Dame tomorrow, I think Notre Dame still has a good argument to get into the playoff over A and M. Oh no, so, I mean, definitely. I mean, what what A and M needs? I mean, a a good game from Florida or a Florida win would help a lot, but. I think that's a lot trying to ride on Florida. Yeah. I think they need – they really need more so the Notre Dame dub. They need a Notre Dame victory over Clemson to probably get them in. Because um, I don't see – I don't see – Ohio State's not losing enough Western. So, Ohio State yeah. will be in. <laughs> yeah. Ohio, even yeah. though they've only played, it will be only their sixth game. I don't see them losing to Northwestern tomorrow. Yeah. So, I hear you. If Notre Dame finds a way – because – I think I think Clemson is going to win tomorrow. As much as that pains me to say, I think Clemson will win tomorrow. I I thought if Trevor Lawrence played in the first game, that Clemson would have won. Yeah. So I think Clemson will win tomorrow. But like I said, I think Notre Dame still has a strong enough argument to, you know, to be like, no, we should still be in the top four. Look at our resume. Look at our schedule. We beat we. I mean, we beat Clemson early on in the year. I think they still make that argument to get into the get into the playoffs. So A and M needs some help. Like you said, that that is true. I think their their best shot is either for Notre Dame to you know Notre Dame to beat Clemson, or they need for Northwestern to pull off an upset. Yeah, that too. Because I don't see I don't see I I don't know. I think Oklahoma is going to beat Iowa State this time around. Oh, with well, the, the, the the committee. The committee has never even put in a, a two loss team in the playoffs. So yeah, I, I think Iowa State winning wouldn't even matter because I don't think they should even be that high. I hate how high they are. I honestly don't understand why Florida only dropped one spot. Um, it's because they, they weren't gonna put Georgia over them. They should have put Cincinnati should be higher. They're getting yeah, like I'm. That's how I was getting to. Like Cincy is being disrespected. Like. I feel like sometimes the committee are punishing certain schools for like it's it's too much to me. I I think it's not enough objectivity and too much subjectivity. Like the committee is, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like on paper, Ohio State is one of the top four teams, definitely. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they only finna get six games in, um, yeah, and the Big Ten had to read. The Big Ten had to recant their rule about having to play 
a minimum of six games to be eligible just for the Big Ten championship. You know, take that rule out so Ohio State could could play in the Big Ten championship because they know that's their only shot of getting into the playoff is Ohio State. So, and granted, all that's not Ohio State's fault because you know, you know, these other teams get get uh get power with these cases and everything like that, including Ohio State. They were the reason for not uh, being able to play one of their games as well. But yeah, since he should be, since he should be higher, um, and I mean, it look, if you look at the quality of Ohio State's wins, they beat Nebraska, who we didn't expect anything. They only got from one Nebraska. Good win. I don't know, and I. I grew the up Indiana, in South Carolina. The yeah, is the that's only win it. They got. I grew up a South Carolina fan, but Penn State. I've always loved Penn State um, since about middle school, but Penn State has. Just not been good at all this year. So that win does not look good at all. They're, like you said, their best win is against uh Indiana team. And Indiana, their quarterback shredded their defense through five touchdowns. They beat Indiana by seven. They didn't get to play the Michigan game. So Thank God. Thank God that game didn't. Yeah, that would have that would have been a yeah, that would have been ugly regardless. They would they would have won that. Sixty to nothing or something yeah. like that. Huh? Yeah. But um there I mean if you look at their strength of schedule, they got one quality win over that Indiana team. So you know, I don't if you if if they were to lose and you're talking Ohio State, Texas A and M, Texas A and M's best win is that Florida. That Florida game. Yeah. I mean I just hate it. I just hate it that I hate it for Cincinnati. Just the fact that them not even playing a game and they drop a spot. I just yeah, oh, it was so disrespectful. Um, and I know I don't know if they are still right now. I know USC was still undefeated, but their last time I checked, they were losing to Oregon. Yeah, this is halftime. They're losing twenty one fourteen. So you know, I don't know. I mean. It wasn't like the Pac-12 can make too much of a case anyway. USC yeah. wouldn't be a top fourteen, but you know, it's just I don't know. It's just so much. We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get two teams from one conference this year somehow. Either somewhere. It's, it's gonna, yeah, yeah, it's either gonna be two two SEC teams or it's gonna be two. And granted, Notre Dame was not an ACC team, but this year they pushed their way into the ACC. Right. So I I think Notre Dame and Clemson will. End up being in the playoff. I don't. I don't. I don't see A and M being able to um, jump them. Only way a, a, another SEC school gets in, in my opinion, is if Florida was to beat Alabama, and I I don't see that happening at all. How about this though? I I put it to you this way. I, how about this? I say this. I think. Even if Florida was to upset Alabama, I don't, I don't think that they would even. I mean, it'd be disrespectful, but I don't think that they would even put. They should. They should put Florida in there. I mean, you're a two. I, I understand that because it's like I mean they never put they've never put a two lost conference champion in no. in the playoffs before. It's just history. Just. It's been shown that that's not going to happen. Like a two-loss team is not going to. Yeah, the the and 
and the the time they should have done it, I will continue to bring this up because I Talk was irate. Talk about it. The year they should have did it was when Penn State beat Ohio State, went to the Big Ten Championship, and won the Big Ten. They put Ohio State in over Penn State, and Ohio State went to the Fiesta Bowl and played Deshaun Watson and Clemson and put up, uh, yeah, put up zero, nothing, nada. That's the one time they should have did it. This year with Florida, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of with you on that one. I, you know, they would, it, it would be, you know, with the, you know, with the SEC champs, we should be able, we should get in and, you know, all that. But I think there's still, you're number seven. I think there's five better teams. I don't think Iowa State is better than Florida, but there are five better teams still. <laughs> Even if you beat, they were to beat Alabama. Um, so it, I think we'll, I think it's going to be the last. I think it's going to be the same four, regardless of what happened. Only, only way it's not the same four is if Notre Dame beats Clemson again or if Ohio State loses to Northwestern. That's the only way I could see Texas A&M getting in or I don't know, a, a, a long shot from maybe Cincinnati or if Iowa State was to beat Oklahoma, maybe Iowa State gets in. I don't know. Heck but, no. Heck yeah, you know, uh, you know. Uh. <laughs> I'm no, just I, no disrespect to Iowa State, but no. yeah, no, nah, I understand that. This is you got three teams that have been able to play at least ten games in Alabama, Notre Dame, and Clemson. Ohio State they've only been able to play five. That's on the conference. That's that's my biggest thing. The Big Ten and the Pac-12, for that matter, but the Big Ten almost cost themselves a bid for a national championship by waiting to play ball because now you were trying to, you were trying to fit a, what I think they were trying to play eight games, yep. eight game season in midway. By the time they started playing the Pac-12 and the Big Ten started playing, the SEC and the ACC was halfway were already, through. yeah, they were already four games in, five games in. By the time they were ready to, okay, let's yeah, let's pick it up and let's start playing ball. So they already put themselves at a, at a disadvantage because you only have this small sample size for Ohio State, and yeah, they've looked they've looked great in these games, but they've only had five games. <laughs> tomorrow will be <laughs> tomorrow is going to be number six. So, granted, waiting, you know, I you know, waiting might have been the best option for them at that moment but i think they I, they won't win they won't win the national ch- the title they won't win the national title um and they they're pretty close to almost costing themselves even a, a playoff bid so they I, there's just the Pac-12 for them worry about the Pac-12 they just um, i don't know we won't stay up. We won't stay up long enough to watch them, and then they just they they're kind of like the SEC because they beat up on each other too. The teams that you think are supposed to 
run away with the with the Pac-12. They find a way to lose a game they're not supposed to lose. And then it just messes up everything for the Pac-12. And then nobody gets in. <laughs> so, yeah. And then nobody yeah, gets mean, in. Well, you know, they tried they tried this new thing to where they would play um, at 9 o'clock in the morning their time and noon or 11 o'clock, here, you know, noon. Yeah, I saw that. That's was it uh usc playing game that yeah it made yeah, sense was, though it made I, sense though like, it made it's, sense, but I was early, like it's it's nine o'clock over daytime. there yeah i mean do, but hey do you know what time the wake-up calls were at mt for an 11 o'clock game <sighs> it was like six o'clock in the morning seven yeah, yeah. you had to be up for at least uh, for a couple hours you had to be up so a nine o'clock game you're talking about at least you up at five o'clock. Five o'clock, damn. <laughs> at least you up at five o'clock, dog. That's tough. Yeah. That's why they're playing tonight. We're like, we're not getting up in the morning to play. <laughs> yeah. We're not getting up and playing at ten o'clock in the morning tomorrow. They can everybody on the East Coast can watch us at eight o'clock. And we'll be playing at four or five and we'll be good. So but you know, we'll see tomorrow. Tomorrow I think uh tomorrow. If I was to pick, if I was to pick these games, these conference title games, I got Ohio State, I got Oklahoma, I got Clemson. I think Clemson will beat Notre Dame with with Trevor this time, and I got Alabama. And then I think Cincinnati will win their conference tomorrow too. Same. I got, I got them same picks. So we had to pick them. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, and if that happens, the top four is gonna stay the same, and it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we gonna end it off here, of course, with the NFL. And um, man, uh, this week has already then started off crazy. Um, yeah. What happened last night? But we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, you know, last week. We did our playoff predictions. Um, do you want to do? A, do you want to have a mulligan? Can we get a mulligan and maybe repick? Because you know, it was a couple of things that we said. We was like, oh, we think, and they're not looking too good right now. Well, really, just one in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can go ahead. Uh, you don't see the problem. Yeah, I mean, nothing much has changed. Um, Las Vegas is out, and and they it's it's set up now for Baltimore to get in, and I don't mean it in like no conspiracy kind of way, but the way it's now, it is it's just set up. They got a huge win against Cleveland on Monday night. Yeah, um, they they really needed that one. A huge win. They got a huge win with them on on, on Monday night, and now the rest, of, like I said, we already said this last week that they schedule was the easiest out of everybody. And for them beating Cleveland, and now this Sunday they got Jacksonville, and out there they got the Giants, and then they finished with Cincinnati. I can't see them losing. I I'd be shocked if they lost any of those games. They should they should finish eleven and five, and that might would sneak them in just because once again, I don't like Miami's schedule. They got nope. the Patriots, they got the Bills, and they got the Raiders. And the Raiders. I mean, they might get the Raiders. I don't know because the Raiders might be done for now. They might give up on it. So that might be one more win that they get. But the thing about with Miami, and this is like one of the mat. This is like one of the the matchups that I got on my on my sheet. Where I looked at is just 
them playing New England. Now, granted, New England is not who they, you know, are this year. Yeah. But if I'm the Dolphins, I don't take this game lightly. Like, it's it's crazy. Lo and behold, one more time, in in December, Miami, mm-hmm. you have a chance here to basically, for this one for sure, end it for New England to not even make the playoffs. Like, Buffalo already clinched it this past week uh, on Sunday night for New England not winning the division. So now this is going to be the first time in – God, what about was it 10 years? Something like, I won't say 20, but yeah. Like, yeah, 10 years because the, the castle year. What so, year was yeah. that? 2008? Eight? 2008. So it's been yeah. well over 10. So 12 years. It's been 12 years since somebody else won the division. And I think it's, the, the division only has been won by somebody else, I think, just that one year? Uh, yeah, I think just once. That's why I said 20 because I'm thinking – I forgot about the cast. And, and maybe but, and maybe two thousand and maybe two thousand and two, the the year after they first Super Bowl, New England didn't get back to the to the to the Super Bowl that year. They didn't get back to the playoffs that year. But so two thousand and two and two thousand and eight are the only two years that somebody not named the New England Patriots won the division these past twenty years. I think well, outside of two thousand two. Um so it's only been three times that someone else has won the division that's not named New England Patriots. And that's either been, I guess it was either the Dolphins or the Jets because the Bills haven't won the division since I was like a toddler. Yeah. Um, so yeah, They were going on that super, those Super Bowl runs. Yeah. It, um, so for me, it's just like, okay, you have a chance to end this. And to knock them, you know, to knock them out. But I know they're not going to go away easy. And this is not going to be. This is not going to be an easy game still. Yeah. You see. You, you need this to kind of. They need this to stay ahead of everybody. Because they're now in that seventh spot from them losing to Kansas City last week. And no one else has a harder game. Outside of them. As far as when it comes to these wild card teams. No one else has a harder game. But Indy, um, Indy still has Pittsburgh. Indy still yeah. has Pittsburgh on the schedule. Well, but yeah. I see you see this as the Dolphins having a chance to end the chances for the Patriots to make the playoffs. I see the opposite. Last year, the Dolphins messed, messed it up for the Patriots to be able to be a top two seed and not play on wild card weekend and get have a bye week. They went up to Foxborough, beat New England, and forced them to play Tennessee, which ultimately ended their season. Wildcard weekend. I think this is get back time for the mm-hmm. Patriots. I see this as the Patriots looking like, okay, we if they're being honest with themselves, we're not making the playoffs this year. Right. But we can stop you guys from making the playoffs. And it's like you said, I, I, Miami should not. I don't think they are. These next three games are important as ever, as important as ever. But I see this as a game for the Patriots to get get revenge on Miami from last year, and in their playoff hopes. If they lose, if they lose on you know if they lose on Sunday, we already mentioned Baltimore's 
schedule, but I'll say it again. Jacksonville, the Giants, and the Bengals. I don't see Baltimore losing again. The toughest game out of those three will probably be the Giants because of their defense. Right. Outside of that, I don't see them losing another game this year, uh, this season. So Miami needs this one. But I, I think I see the Patriots taking this as, as payback. Um, and then the Raiders, I stayed up. My dad is an avid Raiders fan. They don't watch the game. And uh, their defense, man, they – they're, they're, they missed Damon Arnett a lot last night. They missed him a lot. They missed John Abrams a lot. Uh, their DBs, they were just they weren't on the same page. It, I, oh my! There was there was they was just flat footed, bro. I don't know what they were flat footed. They were they were holding. They were grabbing the receivers for for the Chargers. And I'm, I mean, and Mark and Mike Williams and. Keenan Allen were on a pinch a pitch count. They didn't even play like the whole game. Like they were on a pitch count. They both of them were dealing with different injuries and, and things. So they didn't even play the whole the whole game. Bro. But they bro. was just constantly just yeah, Trayvon Mullins. Trayvon Mullins was getting worked by yeah. Jalen Guyton, bro. Yeah, he was just, it was just it was just it was just bad. Night. It was just it was just bad. Um and they had it and they had a chance to win. At the end of the game, Mark, shout out to Marcus Mariota for coming in, and I mean he he held it down. Facts. He held it down. Um, that pick at at the end of regulation hurt him. They were driving to be able to go kick a field goal to win the game, um, in regulation, and that pick ultimately sent it to overtime. And then they got down into the red zone, down on like the four yard line, and then couldn't couldn't get the ball in the end zone. They kept calling these. These rollout plays into the boundary, I don't. I, I, for the life of me, I don't understand why. The only reason why I, I would roll somebody out, roll out to the boundary, is to then bring somebody across to the field, like the back line, bring like a a tight end sneaking across the field, and throwing like a back uh, a throwback pass or something, you know, in the end zone. Yeah, but they were just running rollouts into the boundary. Two, you know, two, three man routes, you know, into the boundary and nobody's open. And then yeah. the last play, they try to dump it off to the fullback. It's like, man, he he went about to score. Like, yeah, what are I, we? Like, what are y'all doing? I, so I, I don't know. They lost. They lost four of their last five. Probably should have been five out of five because if you don't, if Greg Williams doesn't call an all out blitz with five seconds left. The Jets probably would not be sitting here at 0 13. They probably have a win on their schedule. Right. They made the Falcons look like they could go and win the the doggone Super Bowl and make it look like they had the number one defense in the league. So <laughs> I you know, I don't know what's up. I don't know what's up with uh with Vegas, but they gotta get it together. They gotta get it together. Bro. They uh they have two more games. They play the Dolphins and they play, you know, they obviously they have their bye week this, you know, this week for playing. Yesterday, but they have the Dolphins coming up, and then they next Saturday, and then they play the Broncos in the finale. So Bruh, they need some help. Quickly, quickly, we don't talk about it, discuss it in details, but quickly, I just want to mention, bro, it seemed like both of those teams last night was just finding ways to be like, I don't want to win this game. Here, you win it. Nah, I don't want to either. Here, you win it. Like. For some reason, that game had no business even going into overtime, but it didn't. 
that's just the epitome of both of those teams. Like, man, Anthony Lynn, like you my dog, bro, but you your clock management is horrible. It's terrible. He's it is horrible. If he if I hope he does not get fired. It's gonna happen. But bro, if he but if but if he gets fired, it's gonna be a main part of it is, is gonna be his his decision making and his management late in you know in 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 late game situations. Some Man. of that's the like clock management, the the it just it don't make it doesn't make any sense. Like why why are we not calling the timeout? Why like what what's going on? I don't I don't it's miscommun is it miscommunication between you and your OC? That was was it last night? Was it last night? Oh it might have been against the Falcons. Um I think it was against against the Falcons. They were they were driving, and I think they were trying to kick a field goal before halftime. And they were, like, on, like, the 10-yard line. And the OC calls a pass, but they have any more timeouts. They call He called a run play. I'm sorry. Called a run play with under, like, 10 seconds left. And they couldn't get the – they couldn't get the spike. You know, they couldn't spike the ball to be able to get the field goal team on the, to kick a field goal before half. That's wild. It's like, how, it's like, how do you – how do you – how does that get messed up? That's wild. Like, how do you? How does that get messed up? How do you not throw the football there so at least you can throw the ball out of bounds and have time to kick a field goal before half and get some points? Where's the? Where's the? There's the, There is a communication miscommunication on that staff somewhere. And I don't know where it is, but if he gets fired, it's going to be because of that. Because they they it's the same thing with them last year. The Chargers were in a lot of these games and they just they lost them at the last. It, Late, they lost it in late. Lost these games late. These they lost. I mean, you talking? They lost the Chiefs by three, the Panthers by five, the Buccaneers by seven, the Saints by three. They lost to the Broncos by one, the Raiders by five, the Dolphins by eight, (laughs) the Bills by ten. The biggest they're. No, okay. The biggest loss is against the Patriots when the Patriots smacked them around. Yeah, the forty-five but, nothing. Yeah. yeah, but outside of that, you're talking about one possession games. All these are one possession games that they're losing. And it's, it's been like, like that for them for the yeah, last. Yeah, the last two years has been like that. Where it's like they're in all these games, they're not getting blown out. So something is missing. And it might cost him. It might cost Anthony Lynn his job. It might cost him his job. Yep, man, crazy. Um, like I said, we already discussed about them, the New England, Miami, Baltimore, who they got. I mean, man, I mean, the NFC South is there's some big, not NFC South, AFC South. I'm sorry, some big games there too. Houston yep. playing the Colts, and um, Detroit plays against the Titans. I mean, so. That that division still up for grabs, and I mean, of course, the game of the week, everybody's gonna be sitting there in tune, ready to watch. Kansas City, New Orleans. I mean, possibly, possibly could be a Super Bowl preview. Never know. Um, never know. But Drew Brees coming back this week, so now we get Pat Mahomes versus Drew Brees. Um, man, no Mike, no Mike Thomas though. I think he's out. Yeah, you you know what. And this is definitely going to be a uh, 
unpopular opinion. I'm going to watch the game, but to be honest with you, I don't know how interested I am in this game, bro. I really, I, Drew Brees is just not coming back. This is his first week back after however many weeks of him being hurt. And now Mike Thomas isn't playing. I, don't, I mean, the, the Saints defense is good. The Saints defense is good. But their DBs have a case of the Trayvon Mullins. They have a, a, a case of the holding. They like to hold. Just go watch them against the Falcons and see them hold Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. And just, just you know, they hold Mike Evans and Godwin for the Buccaneers, too. And they got some. They got some. And it's some they weapons. They got some they playing against this week. Exactly. I really don't know how interested I am in this game. To be to be completely honest with you, I I mean, like I said, I'm going to sit down and watch it. Just as a an avid football fan, I will sit down and watch the game. But I'm really not all that interested in it. I, to no, be no, honest, no. I think I think Kansas City is going to run away with this. I'm 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 no I'm I'm with you with that. I mean, like. I'm a I'm a pay attention to it. I'll try to watch it, but it's not it's not the game that in, intrigues me the most either. For like for me, it was New England Miami just because of just of how ironic it could be for you know yeah. like you said like we said for both sides for like Miami to like once again like officially eliminate the Patriots this year eliminate yeah. them officially out of the playoffs pretty much, and for New England to be like all right. Y'all missed this of us last year. We're gonna try to do this for y'all. So, yeah, yeah that's I, that's the one that interests me the most. But I mean, it's just, I just I, the star power, yeah. the names, and all the you know the bells and whistles and everything. It's just yeah. I just don't, I maybe it's it's not the game that it could have been if yeah. Drew Brees had been playing this whole time and Michael Thomas was was playing. I it. I think it would, for me, I think it would have more oomph to it. Right. I just don't think right right now with the circumstances and the way KC has been looking, I don't know if Drew Brees coming back for, you know, his first his first week coming back is against Kansas City. I don't know. Uh, that really doesn't toot my horn, <laughs> per se. It'll be, I think it'll be a good game. I hope it's a good game because like, I'm yeah. going to watch it. But you know, we'll we'll see. There, I mean, it's like we said last week. A lot of these teams, the Saints. It is a big game for the Saints because uh, they do need they do need to win this game. They do need to win this game. Don't get it twisted because Green Bay is on a roll, and Green Bay has the tiebreaker. With the Saints losing last week to Philadelphia. The Packers now take over the number one seed. The Packers play the Panthers on on Sunday, then they play the Titans, and then the Bears. So the the Packers have the opportunity to win out and end up thirteen and three. The toughest game being the Titans, but they get the Titans at home. So for the Saints, they need to win to at least keep pace with. Green Bay and hope that they slip up and just hope that they slip up. But um, if New Orleans loses tomorrow, 
the the Rams are going to beat the Jets. That they play the Jets tomorrow. The Rams will beat the Jets. If anybody has any any doubts, anything like that, please hit me up. Um, I'm starting <laughs> a new hashtag, Triple G. Um, Gates gotta go. That's the that's Tight. what the hashtag stands for. Triple G. Gates gotta go. But the Rams will beat the Rams will beat the Jets tomorrow, and then they roll into that game with Seattle. So. If the Saints lose tomorrow, now you're talking about they're ten and they're matched up ten and four with with L.A. Now almost called them St. Louis. Wow, that hasn't happened in a while. Almost Man. reverted back to St. Louis. Okay, uh, <laughs> the L.A. Rams they'll be tied with the L.A. Rams at ten and four. So now you're talking about them dropping from two to three now instead of still fighting for that number one seed. So it's still there is still a lot of shuffling. On this board, there's still a lot of shuffling with these playoff seedings. If Seattle beats Washington tomorrow, which is not a gimme, uh-huh. uh, now they are starting. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is starting tomorrow, oh. so that might that might help out a little bit with Dwayne Haskins. Not you know he got benched for Alex Smith, and Alex Smith is injured now, so he's back in the starting lineup. So that might help a little bit, but Dwayne Haskins doesn't play defense. So they still got the same defense that they've had all year, the same D line that's been terrorizing quarterbacks all year. So, Brad, think about it, bro. They they won a game last week without even scoring an offensive touchdown. That's tough. That's <laughs> tough to do. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Who who that's out here? Who's out here doing that, bro? You win a you win a game. I don't care who it is, where it's at. It don't matter. I don't. I don't care if it was against the 49ers and it wasn't in California. It was in Arizona, bro. They won a game without scoring an offensive touchdown. Where are you, bro? Only 2020. You gonna hear that? When? When, bro? I had. I'm gonna have to find that out. When is the last time somebody has ever won a game and not scored one offensive touchdown, bro? That is wild. But no, nah, they yeah, they didn't score. Yeah. It was two two defensive touchdowns. <laughs> like what? Yeah. So they gotta do that. that's not a gimme game, but if Seattle wins and LA wins, now you you roll into that game next week and that has that's that's the division right there. Yep. That's basically that'll be the division. That'll be for the division. So um I think in the NFC last Last week, the AFC, which is still – the AFC still has at least those top three seeds. Uh, there's still a lot of shuffling that could be going on. But I think this week it has a lot of implications now more towards the NFC um, with, these, with, these top, with these top teams in the NFC now. Um, who, does, who does Buffalo have left? They play the Patriots. Okay, they play the Broncos on Saturday. Then they had the Patriots and then the Dolphins. And then Pittsburgh has the Bengals, the Colts, and the Browns. Those last two weeks for for Pittsburgh is gonna be um it's gonna be tough. What you what do you think is going on with Pittsburgh? Since we you know, we're talking about Pittsburgh. Um, you know, a lot of people been talking, you know, obviously they've played they haven't had a true bye week, which is tough. And then they've played like four games, three or four games in like three weeks or something like that. So they've been playing a lot of football as of late. 
Um, but now you got some people that don't even think they might not even win a playoff game or might, might not even get to the a- the AFC championship game. What's, what's your thoughts on, on Pittsburgh right now and kind of what's going on up there with Mike Tomlin's squad? I mean, really, it's just simple. They're just not playing good football right now. Um, I know, like you said, there is a lot going on with them. They did have to play like three or four games in the span of 18 to 21 days, however many however many days it was. And, of course, not them having a true bye week. That sucks for them. I, I do hate that for them. But, I mean, we knew something like this could possibly happen um, with the way that COVID has been going, and it, you know it sucks that some of the teams that they played, and then them themselves, um, had an outbreak and had the issue. Um, they got a honestly, the problem with them, I think, um, is is on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, I I think the defense does the best that it can. Granted, they miss Bud Dupree. I will say that they, they miss him tre- tremendously. They miss Bud Dupree. Um, they're not running the ball. Like, when have we? When's the last time you ever said about the Pittsburgh Steelers not being able to run the ball? Like, they're not running the ball at all. James Conner can never stay on the field. Um, I mean, I don't have a problem really with like Benny Snell and McFarlane and the rest of them guys, but they are, you know, right now they're not like capable running backs. They're like average at best. Um, they just they're not being able to run the ball. So then it's like, okay, you want to say, yeah, the short, quick passing game is an extension of the run game, but to me, sometimes that's BS. Um, because it don't matter if Ben is getting the ball out in 1.5 seconds, if uh Deontay drop Johnson is dropping passes, if Juju is not catching passes, if if, if you know, because these receivers, they've been having the dropsies here lately. I think they lead the league. In drops, I know Deontay Johnson does by himself individually. Yeah, he had he had like twelve, in like the past you know I mean? two or three weeks or something like that. You know, so it's just they just right now they just not simple as put. They just not playing good football, not even playing like Pittsburgh still of football. Like and and Mike T knows it, Coach Tomlin knows it. Like he even he even said that after the last time the last game that they won against. Uh, Who's, oh, see, it's been so long. I don't remember who they beat. Baltimore. Yeah, like I think I think it was them, or some Baltimore yeah. was their last yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Like even him, right? He knew even then. Like we're not playing good football, and he's been talking about it. So it's just kind of like he knows. Like we need to keep. We need to get back to playing good football. I think if they just, I think. If they come out here, they need to come out Sunday, and which they should, but they really need to like put a whooping like on Cincinnati. They need honestly, this game for them kind of comes at a perfect time for them to. This is a get right game. They need to get yeah. right. They need to get right because those next two weeks, they gonna get tested again. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. this is a good. This is a get right game for them. They need to go ahead and get right, and I mean get all the way right. Because <laughs> from here on out, it's not gonna be easy. It don't. It don't matter if you're the two, the three, 
or the four seed, whatever that would be. Two, well, that'd be probably just two or three. It don't matter if they're two or the three seed because you're gonna end up playing either Baltimore or Indianapolis or maybe Miami. All three of those teams, good defenses, mm-hmm. uh, the great, good, great quarterbacks, um, capable playmakers, and good coaching. Uh, so. They, yeah, not, and the way Baltimore is playing, if they were to run into Baltimore, I don't think Baltimore oh, would. Oh, the way they, the way they look against would, Cleveland, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to play them right looking, now. Yeah, and the way the Steelers look, I don't. I don't think Pittsburgh would beat Baltimore again. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I would want to face them. So, um, it's it, if you know playing the way that they playing. So yeah. they just need to get back to playing good football. That's just what it is. It's it's honestly simple. It's not even anything complicated. They just they need to find a way to get this run game going. Um, cause it don't matter. Like I said, that short passing don't matter if the they not catching it, and y'all not even generating no type of run to get the defense to be honest. Because who cares if you're throwing it short for a short screen and trying to get a five yard gain that way? If you can't run the ball and get five yards yourself or get four yards to carry, three yards to carry, they just they're not establishing anything on the run. So they gotta get their run game back going. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. I yeah. Agree. They got they gotta get that back going. Man, okay, I think we I think we coming up on past the coming up on the time here for another end of another episode. Uh, this this one was good too, man. This one was a good one too. Um, be sure to like and subscribe to the Easy Money Sports Podcast. It's available on Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud. However, you can get your hands on it. Um, the episode is gonna be dropping ASAP, probably tonight. Uh, I ain't got nothing, much, nothing else to really do. Um, man, you got any more? You got any words, Dupree? Any shout outs? Anything like that? Uh, n- nothing more than just usual. Everybody continue to stay safe, wear your mask, uh, continue to check in on your loved ones. Um, especially with Christmas being a week from today. Uh, enjoy your time with your folks, with your family, friends, and everything like that. Enjoy being around them. Um, me and Sanders were talking about this a little bit earlier. Uh, go uh, do that Christmas shopping if you have not. <laughs> if you have not yet, go ahead and get on top of that Christmas shopping. Um, but nah, nothing. You know, just con- like I said, just continue to be safe. Wear your mask. Um, continue to be social distant and everything like that. Um, and you know that's it, man. That's it. For sure, man. Yeah, same here. Y'all be safe out here, man. Um, protect yourselves. Protect black women. Uh, cherish black women. Um, no means no. No means no. You know what I'm saying, man. Let's um. You know, it's 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 been a hell of a year. Let's just be honest. It's been a hell of a year. And um but just to make it here this far with about how many more days we got left in the year? Um about thirteen more days. Yeah. Yeah. 
13 more days left in the year. Um, man, let's just let's just keep going, keep grinding, end it on a positive note. I promise you, if you sit back and think about it, man, and you think about this year, it's probably been more good than bad for sure. Like overall, maybe the year probably sucked, but as individuals, man, if you probably take a look back and and and, and sit back and think on it. This 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 could have been a good year for some. So, um, despite all the stuff that's been going on, so man, everybody just keep your heads up, um, stay motivated, stay positive, um, because we we are gonna get through this together, um, man, and uh, peace, love, tranquility, man, y'all, be safe out here, enjoy yourself, my boy Bruce, happy birthday, <laughs> happy birthday, happy Bruce, birthday, my boy, happy birthday, happy birthday hey, one quick. Boy. One quick update real quick. I'm going to update these scores real quick. Yeah, yeah. So, in the Conference USA Conference Championship game, UAB wins their, uh, wins their second Conference, uh, Conference USA uh, title. They beat Marshall 22-13 tonight. Wow. Yep. Uh, Ball State is leading with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter over Buffalo in the MAC Championship game. Wow. 38-28. to Wow. Uh, actually, let me – I want to see what this running back got going on today. He's got one touchdown. Wow. Um, Nebraska is beating Rutgers right now 28-21. to And then the Pac-12 championship game, Oregon now holds a two-touchdown lead 28-14 to over number 13 USC with 6.30 left to go in the third quarter. Ooh. Ooh. So, them, uh, man, a couple of them scores is kind of surprising. Buffalo down, yeah, that I Buffalo yeah. down. You uh, Marshall with the with the loss. Yeah, yeah, the Marshall Marshall is the one that surprised me. I, I was looking at it. I, that surprised me a lot, especially the way Marshall started off the season. Right. They were ranked as high as sixteen, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I think they were ranked as high as number sixteen in the in the nation, um, but. That that run game, I say like that that run game for uh for UAB did it. Wow. So that 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 Pac twelve game ain't over with yet though, because USC be finding they've been finding so many different ways of winning. Yeah, it's not crazy. So they're down their quarterback. Oh, has thrown two picks, so oh. that doesn't help. That Yikes. doesn't help. So man. Well, yeah, y'all, man, it's all the time that we got for this one, man. Uh, episode 14 in the books. Like I said, man, y'all be ready to like, subscribe, man, share, listen, tell your friends, tell your loved ones, tell your mom and them, your cousin and them, all of them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. We out. Peace.